BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, everybody? Welcome. I'm Guy. That's John. You might be watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast. If you watch it on YouTube, like this video, subscribe to the channel. Yeah, happy Thursday. I have no Thursday night football. No Thursday night football. I couldn't believe it when I found that out three seconds ago. Only have so many games left. Uh, Now it's about draft position and coaching jobs. But, John, I want to begin with a Tito's toast to one particular Clark County judge who took it like a champ. I don't know if you saw that video. Uh, Most people did. I I saw it. I saw it. uh, I think she uh, s- did sustain some injuries, but hopefully I think it looks like it's going to be okay when a uh, 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 a person who was uh, in the court hoping for a parole or a probation instead of jail time did not get the yeah. probation he was looking for. And uh, he went Fred Warner, like a lion attacking a gazelle, as John Middlecoff would say, up over the desk, head first. Would we have been make, able to make fun of it as much if she would have got seriously injured? I don't think so. No. No. I, I, I well, read she was okay. The, the U.S. Marshal, I think, I don't know what his specific injury, but got hurt. Yeah. That, that was, it was an incredible athletic leap. It's outrageous. I haven't been in a courtroom. I don't even know if ever, but clearly it's it's pretty high. It looked right? high. It's higher than jumping over Jason Kelsey. That's right. So thank you to the people who uh, put their lives at risk every day, uh, <laughs> enforcing the laws of this nation, and uh, and uh, you know bet, best to everybody, John, uh, in that one. Tito's handmade vodka, Tito's toast. I, well, I, I got a I got a quick cheers. Okay, uh, Draymond, uh, he's supposed to he's supposed to come back uh, from his hiatus. No, no one really knows where he's been, what he's been doing. I just disappeared, needed to get help. Uh, which is help. I don't know what counseling, but I guess everyone's reporting he's he's headed back here soon. So uh, e- even I saw Bob a clip from Bob Myers. They must have been like uh, maybe it was Wednesday night, some countdown show that just said dealing with stuff like this. And I think in any sport, when you have it's just it's exhausting. And I, I imagine it, it it's exhausting. I, I saw Bill Simmons say that he thinks he like he could get traded at this point. Like this is just this is a lot. Uh, so who, who knows? I think the Draymond, are we coming down the home stretch of the Draymond warrior career? You know, it used to be a podcast. I haven't seen him put out one in about six months. So maybe he's just, 
He's going through some shit. So uh, we'll see if Draymond's Warriors career continues. One of the wildest suspensions that uh, I've ever witnessed, because I'm still, I can't believe he got suspended indefinitely. The whole thing, mental health awareness for him is, uh, I think it's a little crazy. It, it, it's em- it's embarrassing. There's no way around it. In in the, the actual society we're living in, what's going on? Like, give me a fucking break. Well, society, like I, in any era, it's crazy. <laughs> you know. But but I'm saying you can lean on it now when people oh, are actually yeah. going through some stuff. But yeah, you couldn't have said that ten years ago. People are like, "What are you talking about?" It'll be interesting to see like what he says seven years from now. Like right now, he's got to come back and say like, you know. You know, part of the suspension is like you have to act like you needed it and you believe that you needed this break, right? To get Do your you mind know? right. I think he does. I think part that's John, why, John Morant. John Morant didn't. I think that's why it's indefinite. Is like you have to say when you come back, like, boy, I didn't want to do it, but boy, am I happy that I did. I just got to thank all the people looking out for me. I think that's part of the suspension. And until you say that, then they don't release you from uh, from the suspension. They, 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 that's part of the suspension. The last step of the suspension is you saying, basically, can I just say suspended? I like where my headspace is now. And then they're like, no, you have to go back and play basketball. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you a few DNPs. Don't worry two a week, but you got to go back. So it sounds like he's coming back soon. Yeah. Bizarre situation. Uh, Tito's handmade vodka, John America's original craft vodka. Uh, however you like to drink it, sip. It's smooth. It's simple. It's fantastic every time. It's award-winning. It's distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. A Tito's. Woo! Thank you. Uh, where, where shall we begin? You know, I was uh, listening to Jeff Garcia for a little bit with Greg Pop and John Lund, and Papa said something that most people listening to this or watching this will know, but it just when you hear it said, Brock Purdy's the first Pro Bowl quarterback the Niners have had since Jeff Garcia. It's been 20, over 20 years since they had a Pro Bowl quarterback. Like, And he's not just the Pro Bowl quarterback. He is the starting quarterback for the NFC. It's pretty crazy. Do you know who the, who, who, you know who the other two guys are? Obviously, Dak. Dak and, and Stafford. And AFC is Tua, Josh Allen, and Lamar. So you would say... Dak and Stafford make a combined, what, $85 million, give or take? Uh, this year? Well, I'm yeah. saying, those guys are paid, I mean, two of the higher paid quarterbacks in the league. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, they, they both make combined contracts, I, I would imagine, over $300 million, right? And, and are paid to be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Like anything less. Like when I saw the visual. Oh, Mahomes. The, Sorry, not Josh Allen. Mahomes. When, when I saw the visual of I, Mahomes, Pro Bowl. I know. When I saw the visual of the Eagles, like their Pro Bowl players, and you realize Jalen's not on it, like that's once I pay you that money, if you're not, if there's not an injury and you're not in the Pro Bowl, we got a problem, right? And it's it's the opposite. Like, wait, you got this guy in the seventh round, he's going to a Pro Bowl. It's like most incredible investment you can ever make. It's like uh, it's like investing into a company and fifty xing your money. Like, ah, I was bullish on it, but holy shit. <laughs> Like you watch that. You watch that. You watch that Uber show. I think on like I don't forget it. Apple Plus or whatever. You know these venture capitalists. They just the guy put a bunch of money into Uber, and he's like, "I'm just doing it to hopefully change everyone's life." Like they just bet in these companies, hoping. Yeah. And that's kind of what was when it you hit. It was pretty good. Uh, forget the main actor's name. I think it was it used to be on Max or whatever. Maybe it's on Amazon Prime. But it's like one of those 
you know, uh, it's not like a, it's like the version of we work yeah, with yeah, Leto. Yeah. It's kind of that type show. Yeah. But the point, like he just doesn't get it. There's no better. Like you can find Richard Sherman in the fifth round. If you're Seattle or George Kittle in the fifth round, it doesn't even come close to getting a quarterback in the seventh round. I mean, it's a historic move. It's historic starter who legitimately earned it too. Right. It's not like, you know, bad year or whatever. No, it's like, he's probably a pro bowler on most years, even if, even other quarterbacks are having good years. He's the NFC MVP. I mean, you know, if somebody had told me Dak got the, if somebody told me Dak got it, I'd say, okay, fine. But I get it. You know what I mean? Like, but it's a no, like you said, it's a no brainer. Um, Stafford is definitely Shanahan said yesterday. He's never studied a better player than Matthew Stafford. I, I think Wink Martindale said last week, must have said in his press conference, he's like, this is an MVP level player, like the way he's played this year, like studying, yeah. getting ready for that game. He's clearly like, if you just watched after the last month, you're like, holy fuck, he looks good. I mean, he, if, well, he's he's down, right? So he he can't pad his stats this week. Dak's really the only guy of the group that could throw three or four touchdowns and make that number look a little better than those two guys. Right, right. Honestly, I don't even know how many touchdown Stafford has, but he he missed a couple games, didn't he, with injuries? He has 24. Wow. That's got to be a not a career low for him last year, but it's got to be I don't, the lower I, end of his career. I don't think – if I had to guess on the games, 12. No, he's played 15. Never mind. Hmm. The only thing – the, the he's, he's, he's played better in the numbers. Like When you watch Stafford really humming – to me, he's like in a weird way been more impressive than Dak. Like that game against the Ravens, I thought was one of the more impressive games I've ever seen. Well, that's this game is pretty weird this week, right? Like, oh no, I know he was he threw three touchdowns, threw for almost three hundred yards in that game in the rain, getting on the road. crushed. Yeah, yeah just making fucking plays. I was talking to I did a, our guy JB Long, the voice of the Rams. I went on like the the Rams, you know, pre pre week and behind enemy lines show today, <laughs> and. um he said he was like, now you don't have to answer this just this way because I'm here. But which, who's the last team the Niners want to face in the NFC? And I don't know if you have an answer to that. I said, well, it's tough. I mean, I would put tier one as just Dallas, Philly, and the Rams. And the thing about the Rams, when you just think about them, is they have the best coach quarterback combination in the NFC playoffs, other than the Niners, right? I think like maybe you could argue McCarthy and and Dak. People would argue that, but you wouldn't take. The Eagles head coach, you, you would. I, I would take. I would. I take Goff and Ben Johnson this year over those two guys. Yeah, over the Eagles. So I don't know. That's my tier one, and I know everyone. Like right now, the Eagles are a complete mess. I just think if you end up in the NFC Championship game against Philly, let's say, they got Jalen Hurts can run around and make a play. You, if you're just in a game with them, they can just beat you. Um, you kicked their ass last time. You think you can score points on them? But Jalen Hurts, as bad as it's been this year, he could run around and make a play. But. I mean, I, there's a good chance you could see the Rams again in in two weeks, and that game's going to matter. And that's as scary a combo, just head coach quarterback that you can get in the NFC right now. Well, I, we were eating dinner last night, and Marie asked me like, "Who are the Niners going to play?" I'm like, "Well, if you just if Dallas wins, and Detroit were to handle business against the Rams, like you you would more than likely face the Eagles as your first playoff game, which would be kind of crazy. Now it feels a little less like." intimidating than if I would have told you, you know, a year ago, but it's still a tough matchup. Like I listen, the Rams have had a fantastic season. Detroit's a little bit different animal at home. Yeah. Like I, 
I still don't think the Rams, I think a lot of people are going to pick them to win that game. Like, it's not going to be shocking if the Lions win that game. I don't think the Rams are just a lock to win a playoff game. They are depending. Their guys have been very successful, right? I think their draft class is just one of those draft classes that might change McVay's fortune, right? Like, who knows? Like, if, if this season had gone like we had thought it was going to go for the Rams, I don't know where you thought. I thought they were going to be terrible because it's like, I didn't even know who Puka Nakua was or the pass rusher they got or, you know, the Kerwin Williams has become like a legitimate player that all of a sudden you go, God, could McVay be there for the next four or five years, right? Which is just changes, not just the Niners, but the NFC as a whole. And uh, which is fun. Like I, I want, I don't, I'd rather have McVay coaching than fucking sit next to, I, I don't know how much longer Al's going to do it, but wherever he's going to go, I, I can imagine this year winning. It's easier for McVay to like stay for years to come. Yeah. Knowing, like I might got a young squad. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, I, I think it has to have revitalized him. And Stafford looks like he's not about his career is not about to end. Stafford came back this year and was healthy. And I think McVay proved a lot, is proving it. We'll see what happens in the postseason, but he's got a shot to have one of those like Shanahan years where the team doesn't have a great regular season, but then they peak at the right time. To me, that they don't like the Niners, like we've talked about yesterday, a couple of days ago, have to win playoff games. The Rams getting to the playoffs. If they were to lose a barn burner to Detroit, like they've had a good season relative to what people thought, right? Make the playoffs oh, yeah. year like this, got, all these young guys. Once you get your ring, you're allowed to just kind of try and figure it out after that for a little bit for a little bit. For sure. I think he's earned credit this year. McVeigh. He's not. I mean, you I mean you see the list of the guys. Obviously, we'll talk about Wentz, but he's playing nobody. Yeah, the running backs out, Stafford's out, Cup's out, Donald's Line, out, middle linebackers Jones out, is out. Stud. And then they'll probably play Puka. Oh, they're going to play Puka Nakua just to try and get him the rookie receiving record. And then they'll probably take him out. Which I think the rookie receiving records. He's trying to get the catches record from Jalen Waddell and the yards record, which goes back to 1960. I could see the 49ers doing some of that with Ayuk and Debo. Like those guys are up to take spots so they can put other guys down. Call a lot of run plays opposite to their side. Maybe get each get them a couple catches, and then the majority of the game is just a lot of Ronnie Bell, Conley, not Kittle, right? So you can keep those guys up, but just play the other guys nonstop. Now, where you do get in a problem, like if one of those guys breaks a leg or rolls an ankle or whatever, you just do run out. This is not we've talked about. This not basketball, but like the Niners clearly have a little bit more of an issue because some of their players that they normally would have up are injured where yeah. the Rams that feel like are relatively healthy and can just sit guys and just have other guys play. Right. And the Rams aren't worried about two weeks off an extra week off, three weeks off. Right. Like Steve, I know you mentioned to me, Steve young, who thinks it's risky not to play Brock. Cause he said he'd rather play 21 days off is too much. Uh, time off is, is great, but it's not all great was the way he put it. Because he said he's he'd be afraid of like just getting a slow start in your first playoff game, and you're playing the Rams or the Cowboys or the Eagles or whoever, and you play from ahead and you just get off to a slow start. And I was pretty surprised Shanahan yesterday was adamant that he said. Two, did you see how he said it? He's like two weeks off is not good for anybody. Period. He's like it's not good for Trent Williams. It's not good for anybody getting too. Everyone weeks. agree. Everyone agrees on that though. Like I don't think anyone's pushing back. It's just. Under no circumstances can you afford for Trent Williams or Nick Bosa to be laying on the ground. Because because in basketball, I can mail in baseball, I can mail it in. It's pretty hard to mail it in football, right? 
even if you're going up against Aaron Donald's not there, that practice squad guy, the Rams, is trying to fucking make his career. Yeah, right? you, and yeah you get hurt that around. way. You get hurt, man. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's 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 a difficult. It's the it's a unique sport that way. It's why it's hard to just. I don't know how you could bet on a lot of these games. You have no clue. No one. Some teams might just suck. Like the Titans might just be awful at this point. The Carolina Panthers, but like for the most part, guy individual players are going to try at least through a half. Can I give you some of the lines for this week? Yeah, Steelers minus three and a half against the Ravens. Well, they're benching everybody. Bucks minus four and a half against the Panthers. Bucks actually kind of have to win that game. Well, not have to, but yeah. I mean, uh, I guess the Saints could lose. Cowboy, uh, Cowboys. That game matters to them. Uh, Chargers minus three and a half against the Chiefs. I would say the Cowboys game is the one game that feels like everyone knows Ron's going to get fired. Washington, like, what what have they really been doing? I think that would be if somehow they were to lose, which I don't think is like possible. But if they were, it'd be one of the worst losses in the history of losses. You think be worse than Cardinals Eagles last week? Yes, because now it's like 100%. You got a you gift. your destiny. One game, you're playing a shitty team. Coach is not only getting fired, basically just acknowledging, like, yeah, I'm probably just going to retire. <laughs> you know, I, I heard someone say that, like, he's a candidate to get fired Sunday night. Like, they ain't even waiting until Monday. One yeah. of those. <laughs> you know? So, I, I the, you can't lose. Like, to me, the Texans, Colts, like, who even cares? Right? Even the, the, the Tampa and Saints, like, all these teams, like, Dallas under no, you're the two seed. That's a pretty freaking big deal for Dallas and McCarthy. You get two home games. I mean, last year they had to go to get to the Niners. Like they had to go back to back road games. They, they've been playing and they were better last year than they were the previous year. Be the two seeds, a pretty freaking big deal. Uh, Pat's minus one and a half against the Jets. He's no. not losing to the Jets, is he? Uh, go out on top, beat the Jets. Well, uh, he hasn't lost to him in 13 straight games. So would you play Purdy this week? You would not play Purdy. This no, week. no, no, no. no. Okay. I, I wouldn't play. Obviously, it's it's difficult numbers game, but I, I would rest as many guys as humanly possible. Obviously, there's no right or wrong answer, right? But they're yeah, not wrong about the time off. I, 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 play- I treat it. I think you look back to the preseason. Now it's different because ultimately, like, you lose week one or two because guys aren't dialed in. Who cares? Right, but I I cannot have a player in the preseason laying on the ground like that's McVay's philosophy, and it's been proven right. Right, I, I same thing in this. Like I cannot lose. I, to me, there are seven like under no sir. I can't lose Trent Williams. I, I just Trent Williams has to be. If I lose him in a playoff game, he gets injured. That's football. I, I would put Bosa up there too. Given the let's face it, their defensive line. Can we have a can can we start a dialogue like Chase Young? Yeah, he's kind of just a guy, <laughs> in my opinion. Watching him play, see Mo- Montez like, Sweat made the Pro Bowl. Remember when those two got traded? It was like, ah, oh, which one's better? And I think you said like people believed it was clearly they believed it was Sweat. He got you had to trade for more, and he got paid. But yeah. maybe it was significantly better, right? Well, he, at the time it was going to be a high second round pick, and they gave him seventy million dollars guaranteed. He's a defensive lineman. Someone's what does he feel like? A big contract guaranteed, or is he one of those one year trying to I, prove it again? Yeah, I like, think it's a Jadevian. I'd put it at like thir- 13 feels high, but four, you know, people get a little overpaid in free agency. 14 million, one year, yeah. 14 million dollars, something like that. People Chase get Young. desperate. 
I feel that's more likely than him getting like some three-year contract that looks big. Like the the contract Hargrave got last year. Like, I don't think he's out sniffing stuff like that. Which, by the way, made the Pro Bowl. Like when you look at, you and I have talked about this for a long time. I remember one of the first things when we were doing radio after you scouted, you always made the point. It's football is not plug and play free agency. But when you look at the Pro Bowl, the guys the Niners have added. Mooney Ward, plug and play free agent. Javon Hargrave, plug and play free agent. Christian McCaffrey, plug and play trade. Trent Williams, plug and play, quote unquote, trade. Now, two of those guys Kyle had like deep personal relationships with. But still, I mean. Trent's an outlier situation. He refused to get traded another team. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah I know. But but it's just like, it's when they sign free agents, they have a, they draft like anybody else draft. They get lucky on, on a court. But like, if they had missed on Warner and Kittle, nobody would have noticed. Those were not high draft picks, right? Yeah. They So they nail some, they, they whiff on some. It's They draft like everybody else. They do a pretty damn good job in free agency. It's pretty, I mean, the guys they spent a ton of money on two back-to-back years are pro bowlers are pro right? bowlers. And Mooney had not been a pro bowler in Kansas city. Yeah. So it's, he, he has been worth every penny and he's not like some superstar player, but for what they needed, I would say he's been better than I would even imagine. They thought he would be given that he's just like their best corner. He's a really high-end corner in a position where there are not that many good players. And the, that's the cost of doing business. I think Hargrave, I think they were pretty confident. Like, if he was on the field, he's going to be good, right? Relative, like, he's one of the best interior pass rushers. I I think the McCaffrey thing is, obviously, McCaffrey's a really good player, but how durable he's been, right? I mean, that was the huge knock. Wait, you're trading all this for a running back? It makes a lot of money. And he's been incredible. Like I, you, the one thing I would say about Trent is like every team in the league would have traded for Trent, third round pick. Like he was, yeah, he he could he, pick his destination. Well, he's a plug and play. There, there's no scheme that he can't play in. The most teams, even that think McCaffrey was good at the time, like that was pretty risky. I, I think it's it's easy to go now. He's going to be one of the great all time Niners. Fuck, he might become a Hall of Famer for Kyle. Might win a Super Bowl. It wouldn't even be shocking if he's like a Super Bowl MVP. He he validated that one pretty quick, and he just keeps doing it. It's pretty crazy. Like it, a lot of times trades happen. I would say a lot of trades like that are usually the one-off. It's like the baseball; they're going to be free agents, but you got to overpay, right? Hell, Montez Sweat—they immediately had to pay him. McCaffrey was under contract; number was high. He was young, but he had a lot of mileage. And looking back, like Ward, I think. I think a lot of people would have paid hard, you know, would have liked Hargrave. I bet a lot of people in free agency liked Hargrave. It's just very expensive. Like you had a $20 million a year, give him $40 million. It's his third contract. I would imagine a lot of people, you know, I wonder what the league consensus was on Ward. I bet a lot of people thought he was good, but like, is he worth that much money? Yeah. Remember he was way cheaper than JC Jackson. Like he got like 15 million less in guaranteed money. Like that was, that one took a little like, conviction internally and same with the McCaffrey. Like those are hard moves that have just, and McCaffrey's got a chance to be one of the great trades ever. And the ward, I would say it feels like solidified their defense. Cause it allowed those other guys to kind of grow naturally, not as much pressure on Ambry and Lenore. And both of them now just are kind of just solid NFL players. Well, Ambry got good enough where I'm like, you know, I really could use like him coming back from this wrist or hand surgery that he's getting. is pretty critical for them. Right, like I, I don't want to see a big game with Jason Verrett out there on the corner. I think that's a that'd be a major problem for them. Maybe they, Damador Lenore would end up out there, but they actually got a good little thing going here. Even they've overcome the, you know, with Jair Brown if he's healthy, the Hufunga thing they can survive that. Um, and 
they settle in with Lenore and Ambry. That's a, I don't think it's a, if those two guys are starting on a defense that goes to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, then you have to say those are two you hit on both those picks, which ah. you generally don't hit on both. 2023, they hit, they traded, uh, they basically, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a seventh is what they used to get their qu- Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. I just threw McCaffrey into the, I threw Purdy into the McCaffrey trade. Second, third, fourth, fifth, seventh, Pro Bowl starting running back and Pro Bowl starting quarterback in 2023. Good year. <laughs> Very. When you look at it that way. <laughs> very, very good year. I, you know, the, it's weird. Like when you say hit, it sounds like you get like a a Debo Samuel, George Kittle. But most of the NFL and most good teams are not. Even if you look at the Ravens, not every guy is Lamar Jackson or Roquan Smith. They just have a lot of solid guys. And those you draft those guys in the fourth round, they're just a starter, and you're the top team. Like that's a hit, right? If I can find a, like the Chiefs last year, all those defensive guys. Watson, the, the Washington State USC guy, like that's just a hit. Is he ever going to be some like max player? Probably not, but fuck, you just get your starter, boom. Yeah. McDuffie, Karlovskis, like it's just about hitting on guys that can start for you and you maintain being good. That's the key. And then throughout, one or two guys becomes ideally like a Pro Bowl level guy. Armando asked, does Steve Wilkes get credit for better DB play? Absolutely. I mean, he's a DB coach. Yeah, for sure. I, those guys did appear to got they got better when he showed up. It definitely looks that way. You know, I I didn't even look at the starting receivers for the NFC. It's all the famous guys, probably like you know CD Lamb, guys like that. Yeah, I know he's an Hooker. alternate, but but to, to me, Debo Samuels had a Pro Bowl season, eleven touchdowns. Now f- some of those obviously come running the ball, right? He has he has five rushing, but if I'm getting double digit touchdowns for Debo, it's like fuck yeah, that's impactful. Like Debo's had an, a Pro Bowl level impact. You think he's a better? Uh, you didn't say the word snub, but would you put him in over Ayuk, who's like fifth in yards, even though he has like I, thirty, I, I think forty, fifty? Less I, I think it's harder to put Debo in a in a position because he's like the wide back. I mean, he 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 has more rushing touchdowns than he does passing touchdowns. Like, how how do you how do you equate? Could you just put him on the team? You know how like Devin Hester used to make it, just like put him on the team as a player. Like what position does he play? He's just NFL player. Yeah, and again, I, they don't even have a wild, game anymore. Wild card, just like yeah, it is. You just get like a wild card pick, and he, you know, like uh, the flex in fantasy exactly. forever. Like it's him. He's got eleven touchdowns. Remember this off season, it was like Debo. We need more out of you, and Kyle was in his ass. I, I think I was texting someone the other day. That was a pretty good off season in his ass. He responded and fucking came and kicked ass like. The majority of the games, he has shown up ready to, Im, you know, impose his will. Ayuk's just become a really good, excellent receiver. Debo got back to like two years ago, like, I'm fucking people up today. Yeah. And I'm taking names. <laughs> you know, and you just, in part of it, cost him three games. He got 11 touchdowns. He missed three games with a cracked shoulder. How many touch? If he had just not hurt himself, I mean, is that number 14? I'd add four, yeah. I'd say 15. <laughs> Because he came I, back I and was him, hot, wasn't he? Didn't he come back and score like five touchdowns in three games? Kind of feels like I, I could see him scoring a touchdown this week. He even said he's going to play. Uh, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Puka Nakua. Those are your NFC uh, receivers. Uh, Juice to his eighth Pro Bowl, by the way. Somebody in the chat asked, Hall of Famer. Him and him and Loneal go in together. Those, you know, those... Uh, those uh, 
Those fullbacks, man, they got an uphill battle. Not one, right? Not one fullback in the Hall of Fame. It was like punters forever. And how many of them are there in there? Two? Three? I think maybe just uh yeah, Ray Guy. Raiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get on the prize picks app, just like me, and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. Football season's over, but hoop season is getting hot tournament season or the fight for playoff home court there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year so get in on the excitement with prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and you can get it on baseball too i've got some season long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs uh, not off not feeling great about shohei less than 38 and a half right now but I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Prize Picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on Prize Picks, you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. I love it. It's download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match of up to $100. I'm going to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said, they told me I got to shave. I said, gotta get to more like it. And I sent him the lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's going to be the MVP for him and for you this March. Go to manscaped.com and use the code HAM to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the performance package 5.0 Ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story of March. The Lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling every time. To top it off, the performance package throws in two free gifts Boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code HAM at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com, code HAM. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in clutch time. Butcherbox.com slash ham helps you make good decisions. Last night I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden it was homemade taco night. With Butcherbox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always, and you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff, curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham. And you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel. Vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can I tell you about my friends? 
very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time. Game time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use game time. You just download the app on your smartphone, and you can search any event. Concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app, and uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough, and here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now. Tacovas. Oh, yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to tecovas.com, and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to tecovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered... Can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear, and it's all kinds of Western staples. Trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Uh, John, we get Sam Darnold this week. Carson Wentz for Sam Darnold. Uh, I saw what's his name from NFL Network who used to do the uh, Red Zone. Siciliano tweeted that uh, if the Rams win, it, Wentz will be the first quarterback first Rams quarterback to beat the Niners since Goff. Uh, so you'd have the Goff and Wentz back-to-back picks. Stafford beat him in the playoffs. Regular season, yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued. It's a big game for old Sam. Sam's a free agent after this year. And uh, he's making solid money. And he's got a chance to – You know, there's a lot of Shanahan guys out there. We could go through the list of teams that could use a quarterback, but – um, I'm intrigued by this game for Sam. 
Well, I think the Niners would gladly bring him back on a similar number, right? Like, I, I, think he ha- I think he has a job with the 49ers. Do you, do you agree with that? I David? 100% agree with that. And I think he clearly, I, I haven't heard him speak lately because he doesn't have to talk. I guess he'll talk, you know, this week. But I think he talks today, with the, Thursday. Yeah, be, being with the Niners and on the West Coast means a lot to him. He's very comfortable. I Clearly, it kind of solidified, just got his career just under control. You throw three or four touchdowns, though. We saw it with Baker Mayfield. Someone calls you like, you're going to get a chance to start here. He does not have a chance to start with the 49ers. And maybe he just values doing this again. Some guys just kind of, I don't want to say get content, but have just seen like who's offering me the chance to compete, like the New England Patriots or the Atlanta, like a team that might suck and that could derail my career. I think he has less on the line because I think he's okay. Like I, I, and I don't even think the Niners would be alone. I think other teams at that number would gladly give him a spot. Like I think they would be in competition to keep him. Carson Wentz was out of the NFL. Like when I hear Joe Flacco was out of the NFL, yeah, he's 38 years old. People thought he was done. Right? He hadn't been good in five years. Lombardi, I had a, heard had a good line. Mike Lombardi was like, I know everyone wants to give Hamlin the comeback player of the year. He survived death. Joe Flacco survived 2018. This is the last time he was any good. Like, I mean, it's been five years. He couldn't play. But like Carson Wentz is he just turned 31, has been 30 years old. Like his counterpart in the draft is like a in his prime playoff team. In yeah. his prime. He's kicking ass, like back-to-back years throwing combined like 50 plus touchdowns. Total, not this year. But I, I am, we've kind of seen glimpses of Sam Darnold. I got a pretty good idea, like kind of what he is. Again, like totality of a game. He's going to be throwing a lot to like Ronnie Bell and handed to Jordan Mason. I think Carson Wentz is fascinating in this thing. You know, I, I, I am, I think the Rams are an interesting bet. I, I think the line is just put that way because the Niners own them. But this game is, I, I envision Kyle running the same play over and over probably, especially if Trent has to play a little bit because of a numbers game, which I, I still don't think happens, but you never know. Runs the other way, just zone runs all day long, three and out punt, play a little defense with Owen Burks or whoever on defense. I, To me, Carson Wentz, like, I think McVay's going to sling it around with him. Uh, well, I think you're right. I, I think and this I don't game mean, is Kyle, actually... Kyle will just call his, like, kind of, his offense looks like his offense. I think they're going to go, like, four wide and fucking sling that pill. Well, they're going to do it at first, like I said, because they're going to be forcing the ball to Puka Nakua. I think... How many yards? Do you know how many yards he needs? Uh, yeah, Puka needs... Let's see. He's got uh, one thousand four four five, and he needs one thousand four seven three. So like thirty, he needs like thirty yards. Um, so he, there's a chance as a uh, he's going to get to fifteen hundred yards. Chance to get to fifteen hundred, and he needs four catches to pass Jalen Waddle's receiving record. So he's got the receiving rookie record on the line and the yards rookie. So like the first drive, little the, little inflated then. So it's, yeah, it's this yeah. isn't like a you know Jerry guy from the eighties or the nineties, right? right I mean, this right. is. <laughs> the the could rookie, become norm. The the receiving record is a Houston Oiler from 1960. So, gotcha. Um, that's it. But but my point is like I think they're going to come out just throwing the ball to him and hope that they can get Puka out of the game in in one series. Um, you know I think Sam has much more upside still than Carson Wentz does. But my analogy would be McVay and Shanahan in like an old martial arts movie, or like they're fighting and one of them knocks the gun away and the other one's got a gun but they're in it for the art of the battle. So the guy with the gun puts his gun away so they can hand-to-hand combat. Like, that's what these two guys facing off with Darnold and Wentz are. And you have to give the advantage to Darnold. I just, I've seen him play intriguing football. Now I've watched him. I, no, I, I totally to, agree. He's I, been I with the team all that. year. 
I went to camp. I watched a ton of Darnold. I've been waiting for this game. I, I told you I thought it was a higher percentage than it ended up being that Darnold would see some legitimate like snaps this year. Didn't happen. Darnold's had to wait till week 18. And I do think you're right. Like there's a chance that Darnold has seen the underbelly of being a starting quarterback on a shitty team and just has a good situation. And it's like, let me just stabilize my life and my career a little bit here with Kyle. He's only, he'll be 27 next year. So he, like, he does have time to like spend another year with Shanahan. Then maybe, you know, I think the thing for him is like, then maybe, then maybe Greasy gets a job. Maybe Slow it gets it. Like, somebody from a Shanahan staff gets a job and then you get to go and really be solidified in the offensive system, have a guy that believes in you, like all that kind of stuff. The team, I think there's 12 teams out there that could use a quarterback might have a new quarterback next year. The Pats are one, the Steelers are one, the Broncos, the Giants, Commanders, Vikings, Bears, Falcons, Seahawks, Panthers, Tampa Bay, and the Raiders. I think half of those teams could draft quarterbacks. Like a lot of those teams could draft quarterbacks, maybe more than half. And so if you're Sam, do you want to go to the commanders who just drafted a guy in the first round? The, the, pro- the problem is, is usually you make that decision in the middle of March and the draft's not till the end of April. For it sure. Like, I just it happens think, to a lot of guys. I think it's the argument for him staying that you're making, which is so many of these teams, you could end up just being the guy who gets the first snap and then they go to the rookie week three or the rookie is just, is going to, they're not going to, the ties are going to go to the rookie in camp, or if it's kind of close, they're going to go to the rookie instead of you. And it's just a weird spot. And then you're right back where you started before you were with the 49ers. Yeah. To me, I I would agree there. Now the problem, I think a lot of teams lie. Like, Hey, I want you to be our bridge quarterback. We don't plan on drafting a guy. Or if we do not in the first, more of a reason not to sign with any of those teams. What what if someone offers you one of those one year, $10 million and the Niners are offering $3 million. Like I I know the guy's already rich and everything, but yeah, Listen, you just get one year, you get fucking seven extra million dollars. Like it's he, I, clearly he didn't have that many options at higher numbers. There is a chance. I think this game would be a big swing. Like if he just doesn't do really anything, I, I don't know if there's like a one year, $12 million offer. But if you tell me he throws like three or four touchdowns and Kyle's like, we fucking love this guy all year. We think he's taking huge strides. I don't think it's inconceivable. We see it happen all the time. It didn't really happen last year because that guy didn't exist. Right, there was like the Jimmy Derek tier that both teams would probably want back, and then there was like Baker Sam that were like under five million. Usually, there is that guy in that weird like nine to thirteen million that like, hey, we'll give you some real money. You're not a guarantee to start all season long. We still might draft a guy, but we're giving you twelve million dollars. Yeah, and I, I, the Andy Dalton. You could argue that just. Like there's just so many openings that it's not crazy that it might be on the table for. I think it will be, but I, you know, Russell's going to take one. Cousins will take one, right? Maybe if he's healthy in time. Could just go back. I could see Cousins just going back to Minnesota. But they felt like they were over. They were done with him. Like they're ready to move on. Yeah. Then they started playing all these other quarterbacks and realized, fuck, we might have to get bring life wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I. But I. I think they're the classic. Like how many? How many teams though? Like. To me, Russ is kind of pretty specific. Like, I don't think they're going to be like five teams like really interested in no, Russ. I agree he might be that. cheap. Yeah, I agree with you there. But he's getting paid thirty-seven next year from the the uh, Broncos, no matter what. So you might be able to get Russ just for five million dollars, and then his total is whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He does not need. He doesn't cost even if he's like truly like a fourteen million dollar player right now, because of what he's getting with the Broncos. His contract could be kind of unique. He can afford to go to the best place for him. 
But do you think every team's going to be interested in him? Because no, 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 I don't. But I, you know, I know Atlanta's come up. Um, I just, I, I think this whole list of teams are teams that even if they're not bad, could like draft a quarterback at the end of the first round, and you just kind of in, in a tough spot if you're Sam. Now you're right. Maybe someone offers him twice what the Niners paid him, but maybe a Shanahan guy out there. Like if I were him, I'd be okay if a Shanahan guy wants me. Um, but maybe he really likes it. I think he has to, how could he not? There's a big difference. I, to me, the money thing is a big difference. Yeah. Like it's just because their number is not going to dramatically change. No, he's going to be even it with could go Kirby's. down. Yeah. I, I would say it would be somewhere, give or take two to $5 million range. This is the down old- a little bit, or maybe go a little up. I, I, I do think there is a chance, especially if he looks just capable and throws a couple touchdowns, and he has positive momentum, someone could just offer him $10 million. And it's not very often. It's why, did you see that Jeremy Fowler after Russell Wilson? He's like, agents are going to you know, be hesitant. Like, shut the fuck up. No one cares. No, I didn't see. What was the report? Basically, after the way they treated Sean Payton, how players would be hesitant to go there. It's like, oh. no one even likes Russ. <laughs> you know, it's like, just because Ryan Clark or some guy on television, you think actual players? When's the last time a player in the NFL was like, Russell Wilson, man, what a great... Just NFL dude. I'm going to turn down an extra $5 million from the Broncos. Yeah, no one even... To go play for who? Some other coach you're going to hate? His own players on his best teams used to despise the guy. So my my point is that I I just think positive momentum and people like you matters a lot at quarterback. And teams just need these bridge guys. Because I I think we see this year, even if you're going to draft a guy, what, what I mean, Jared Stidham got $10 million last year. How much did Mike White get? Six? Yeah, some four or five. Sam hasn't done anything this year. So, like, I don't know why much would change beside a couple Purdy Stinger moments. But, like, you get a full game. I, I do think this game is going to be a two years. not the end-all, be-all, because he's going to be playing some backups. But still, like, yeah. and with backups, I just think how he looks, how calm he is. Can he throw a couple touchdowns? Can he lead some nice drives? Can he just... We know his Limit his mistakes. arms good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a yeah. I just I think it is a big game for him when you sit, when you stand around the locker room, not playing as much as he has this year. When you get a chance to play, it's just kind of a big deal. He's big, isn't he? He is big. <laughs> He's, He's got big. a big head. He's just big. He's a big dude. Yeah. He's big. Yeah. So if he were to leave. Which I, I would say, you know, just the way the league works, you know, you, you never know. It's 50-50. To me, it's always feel you feel more comfortable when it's the older backup. Like, you're like, oh, this guy's going to be around for a minute. With younger guys, you just never know because maybe he wants to play, right? Hey, you give you the chance to definitely be the starter. That That is kind of a big spot for the Niners to find that guy under, you know, 4 or $5 million to be their backup because we saw Purdy this year have a couple scares. There's no lock that he's just going to be Mr. Durable at his size. I mean, Brandon Allen could be back, right? He's a guy that he's not he's not going to get that offer to come be a starter somewhere else. And if Darnold's yeah. gone, then he's in a really good situation. He clearly – he chose the Niners last time. He thinks very highly of being a Niner. Like, he he thinks it's good for him. He's been – He's had quotes going back to the beginning of the season before the year, before Lance was even gone about how the system fits his skill set. And like, so, you know, I, I think that's, what's pretty unique too, is they, they could run it back with either one of those guys next year and have some continuity. Remember when we thought the Blaine Gabbert, I think think they'd bring in another guy. Don't you? 
with Allen? Um, because Allen's well, a minimum one. three. Yeah, you're saying like somebody to put above him. Yeah, or at least like you know pay a little bit more and compete with him. Not like may guarantee his money, but if you make the team, you get three million dollars. Like I, I think I saw a stat maybe a couple weeks ago that 59 quarterbacks had played. Maybe that number's even higher now after Jaron Hall. There are a lot of just. Just what type, you know, the Baker Mayfield types, Josh Dobbs. Like, there are just a lot of players that have played a lot. That I'm just using those two as examples. That I, I think the 49ers would want to feel pretty good. Like, part of, I, I think what they like about Sam Darnold is knowing if they did have to start him in a game, like he's played a million times. Yeah, there's got to be some, some like, formally highly rated guys that Kyle would like one, right? Like, Kyle would just like, oh, you know, Davis Mills. Kyle likes Davis Mills or exactly like I I think they would bring in another I think they like Allen being the three like could they get Jake yeah. Browning for four million dollars to be the backup I could see him like him yeah but I don't does he give you something that Brandon Allen does I think Kyle would want kind of the different like the the physical kind of blue chippy guy would make sense to me like the res yeah. let me resurrect him guy type guy like the thing yeah. that always felt not always but sometimes and didn't Andy Reid do that sometimes like give me the I guess Kevin Cobb came over to be a starter, right? But he had like the physical traits. Well, McVay's done it two years in a row, right? Last year he, he they claimed Baker. Now they were in a pinch with quarterbacks. They did it this year with Carson Wentz. Type shit you do. Yeah. The Niners probably a little less to take. You know, at the time Baker, I, you know, and just had some red flags around him. Obviously Carson had a million. It doesn't feel like the Niners are doing that. But you got to be yeah, Mac Jones. I, I don't think they would bring in Mac Jones with Brock Purdy. Too I, much of a too know. much of a circus. And you no and I have disagreed teams. over the years about to what degree the Niners care about a circus. But that's one that does your quarterback no favors. You have a starting quarterback. Why mess with it? Heineke? No. I could see Mac Jones in like three years, but not now. Right. It's got to get uglier and uglier. Trubisky? Uh, no. Heineke, you know, just guys like that. Guys who have played, guys with a little pop, guys with a little athleticism. Zach Wilson? I think ideally they would just like to bring Sam back. they just like to have this to be their quarterback room yeah. next year. Yeah. I'm excited what Car- to see what, what, if Carson, like. what if Carson looks good this week? No, you know, we've talked about Carson for the Niners before. I, I think he's weird. I wouldn't mess with him. Not, their locker room has a very good – not that the Rams doesn't, but, you know, I don't think any – I don't know. I wouldn't mess with Carson Wentz. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's so either. Plus, I don't. I don't. I'd be curious if he is he even like a. Does he see it the way you need to see it to play for McVay or for Kyle? Like especially. Well, I, I actually think Carson Wentz is the most fascinating player this weekend. I just don't, of, in any of these like throwaway games. But I, what is he? How is he going to look like? Is he going to look terrible? Is he going to look good? I don't know. But wouldn't you agree? Like one of the th- in addition to the fact that it seemed like his teammates didn't like him and he threw a bunch of picks. Watching him was like he didn't seem to doesn't seem to be a fast processor. Like I just he got worse. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he, fit. I, I feel I feel like he got like something happened because I remember when he was younger, it felt like God damn. And maybe it was just more the physical traits than actually seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, Badgett. Badgett Tyson beat the Raiders. There's no chance they stick with Fields, right? I saw a bunch. Of, I turned on NFL Network today. It's like Fields highlights, dropping it in the bucket. Do you know how many touchdowns Justin Fields has thrown since the middle of November? How many? No, I don't. What's your guess? Uh, well, I remember he had the one game that he had five. Did he have five in a game or four in a game? I remember we talked Be- about. It was be- before that. It was in like October. Okay, so not counting that game. Mid-November. 
I'm going to say, yeah, like November 15th, starting then. So we're talking, what, like six games? I'm going to say he's got, uh, I'm going to say he's got 12, 13, uh, 14 touchdowns. He has five. (laughs) Now he has rushing touchdowns, but he has five passing touchdowns. And they haven't really played anybody, right, in this little streak they're on. No. Like last week, they beat the shit out of the Falcons. He threw for 160 yards. Yeah. in in fairness to Eberflus, like sneakiest defense is kicking ass. I think Eberflus, you and I talked about this. Could you hire a new coach and make him your get him to stay as the DC? No one ever does that. No, but and somebody would pay him to be their DC, right? You'd think. Kalen DeBoer coaching the Bears. Seen a lot of that. Why don't anyone talk about it? Caleb, 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 and Kalen. People just uh, don't give you any respect when you start at the NAIA level. They don't. They don't think you're. They don't think he's gonna be an NFL coach. No. He, think about this. He was driving the bus, taking his team to national championships when Sark was the quarterback coach. Him and Lane running around Malibu. Wow. Sark Sark became the quarterback Lane coach was, for USC at yeah. 27 years old. And then turn, Sark, and then turn down Sark, the Sark Ra- do, turn down Sark the Raider job. The same job. age. Turn down the Raider job. Steve Sarkeesian and Kalen Dubor are the same age. Think about that. I did not realize that. Jake on the stream says Harbaugh to the Bears makes more sense. It does not make Kevin Warren. Sark's forty nine is the president of the. He looks younger than that. Kevin Warren is the president of the uh, of the Bears. I don't think him and Harbaugh are gonna. I don't think he's about to hire Harbaugh. He does. Dubor looks more like fifty five. Sark looks more like forty five. Yeah, Sark looks young. Sark he's got, he's got a young vibe to him. He's always wearing like all white or like a, you know, he just. But Quit drinking. He's fresh. Yeah, keep kept his heart fixed. Looks stressed as shit during that last game, though. Well, yeah. He was like kneeling the whole game, rubbing his forehead. They're in trouble. Sneaky bald guy. Uh, in the back, is he out of spot? He's holding on pretty well, actually. Yeah, it's saw in the front, the, the spot. McCaffrey, same thing. But he, McCaffrey's twenty-two years younger than him. Uh. Five bucks from the sophisticated madman. A comment says Brock's passing stats are with a hundred fewer attempts than Dak on a run first team. Think about it. Well, I actually think it hurts. Yeah. His, his volume stats are excellent, right? I think if he threw the ball more, he'd, he'd get more of the credit, which is, you know, when, when Matt Ryan won the MVP, I think they were like bottom five in the league in passing attempts, but the efficiency is just, Efficiency stats are just less impressive to people than the raw numbers. You know, if he threw a hundred more times and had 41 touchdowns, that would be more impressive to people. Well, he he's a much better player. So I'm not comparing him to this guy, but one guy who hung his hat on like, well, he went fucking 19 of 23 was Alex Smith. Once he got with Andy Reid, and no one thought it was like very impressive. And again, I, I'm not, comparing yeah, he was like, him was he a 70% passer that year? Yeah. It was what? like his accuracy. It was just like control it, never threw picks. It's like he just threw uh, 24 touchdowns and six picks. It's like, yeah, it's like you need a little more juice, right, <laughs> you know? Right. And, and again, that's not, but you're, that's validating your point of no one cares about efficiency. It's just watch Josh Even Allen though it matters more, you're just not winning arguments at the bar over that one. You just make it, you see that touch, like that touchdown that Lamar threw a couple weeks ago, like back foot, front corner of the end zone. Like, just give me that. Yeah. That's all people want. <laughs> yeah. Not head coach, not Kyle Shanahan, not championship teams uh, necessarily, but. When they draft, like that's what you're drafting for is that skill. Uh, Green Glassful comment for five bucks says uh, JT's film breakdown says Brock Purdy's footwork was off and fidgety 
in that he seemed a little gun shy, not seeing things as clearly as usual versus Washington. Thoughts, dudes? I wonder what JT's retention time is on a film breakdown. I mean, because I, I, listen, 11 I love minutes, football. 11 minutes, you think? I can't, I can't make a film breakdown more than two and a half. <laughs> Not that I even try, but whenever I do stumble upon it, I, yeah. I just don't. So maybe it has got to be good because the videos do well. But just because you have a lot of people watching doesn't mean you have good retention, right? Not necessarily, but I think retention is part of what the algorithm uses to kick that video to more people. Oh. I think. Um, good question. I... I talked to Kruger about this yesterday because he kind of said the same thing. And I said, you know, I thought Brock, I didn't think Brock was gun shy. I thought he was just very deliberate early in that game. Like the first two throws of that Washington game were very quick, simple throws. And um, I didn't think he was gun shy. I just thought he was deliberate. I thought it was clear that, that their, their belief in that game was the only way we lose this game is if we screw it up and that they play, they played that way. So I don't think I didn't. I didn't. I disagreed. Now I'm not a footwork guy. So if JT says his footwork was shoddy, whatever, I'll leave that to him. And uh, I, I just, back. I have a, but I have a hard time putting any any thought into the Washington game. Like to me, it just it's irrelevant as long as you win. Yeah, it's a it's a morning kickoff across the country. You just got to win. Like I, I just I, I have I, I put zero. Like if this game would have mattered today, like if they, or Sunday, like if they would have had to win to get the number one seed, like this is a real game. Like I, that that wasn't as real to me. It's just not. <laughs> you know? I thought, considering he was coming off the four interception game, I thought he looked good. Like I thought he looked under control and fine. The way you want a guy to look coming off four picks is what I thought. Yeah, to, to, still took I, some I just, chances. We're just going to judge him against the good teams. Yeah, right. Which now is just playoffs. People are reacting in the comments like, nobody cares about efficiency. The point is not nobody cares about efficiency. It's just when you're just casually arguing quarterbacks, you start bringing up EPA. You're just, that's different than what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan think. We talk about it. It's a good way to like really dive in and judge guys, but you're just not winning any eye test popularity contests off it, which who cares? Whatever. It's not about that. But yeah, I think the reason people like internally with, with Brock and definitely, you know, fans like support him is because of the explosive big plays, like the Dottie through Dayuk against Washington. Like if he was just doing, if they were kicking ass and it was more dink and dunk, I, I think there would be some people kind of on the fence. Like I want to support this guy, but I don't, it's the explosive plays that he brings to the table, which is yeah. why I like the guy. Right. And he does it very efficiently, but he does efficiently, but he doesn't do it in the way that Josh Allen or Mahomes or Lamar do it. It looks different. Yeah. Is that fair? Well, I, he does have some scramble ability, which I, I think he had a couple moments in Washington. Well, he had the one touchdown to Ayuk where he told him to scramble back. Yeah. It's the the one of the picks he threw against Baltimore. I think there is a balance of doing that, like in a tie game in the second round against the Eagles in the second quarter, and their defense stinks. So it might be a bad example. Let's say that instead of the Eagles, it's the Rams. I do think you got to pick your spots on the, on those plays because he does turn into like Iowa State, Brock slinging it. And the Niners have played a lot of shitty teams and they've annihilated them and he gets big plays. He tried to do that against the best team they played and it failed because their guy's just going to be a little closer to your guy. So I think that's going to be a balance in the playoff game because there is no tomorrow, right? So you got to be put an emphasis on ball protection. Like the yeah, IU play is not crazy because he's open. 
but like throwing back across your body over the middle of the field, you know, a tie game against the Cowboys. Again, it sounds crazy because they've blown out all these teams or the Lions or whoever they're playing. Because I think it's fair to assume that one of the NFC games, like the likelihood that they're going to blow them both out, like the history of the league, that's not usually how it happens. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I think it's fair to guess one of their two NFC games could be the first one, could be the second one. At, at one point in time, midway through is going to feel close. Hell, they might be down 13 to 10 or whatever. And you just got to take care of the football. And part of his game is freelancing, which I'm all for. But you got the the throw across your body on the right side. Is just a, it, It's just historically a risky play in the sport. Yeah. It, it's Favre. the number one thing coaches say. Don't, we don't like you throwing it across your body over the middle of the field. I don't like getting too much into the – people think we get negative when we start talking about like some of Brock's – stats specifically or like how he looks or eye test or whatever. I think we get, maybe it's our fault. I don't know. He's the starting fucking Pro Bowl quarterback. What are we talking about? I, I know. But when we talk about like how real is it and the debate of it all and, you know, um, uh, part of it is you just have to do it longer. Like, think about this. I just added this up. <clears throat> Lamar hurts. Lamar's in his sixth year in the league making $260 million. Jalen's in his fourth year in the league, $255 million. Josh Allen's seventh year in the league, $258. That's $773 million between those three quarterbacks. Year four, Jalen Hurts is not immune to being questioned. People might think it's all fa- – like at this point, it's like, is Jalen like not going to be a franchise quarterback? Lamar already I, I actually, I actually, I actually think people in a weird way, Sirianni and the coaching staff, have taken a little off. And people kind of want – people are thinking it. Like, is, are we sure, Jalen? I yeah. think a lot of people are thinking it. They're just not saying it as much because the coaching staff so chaotic. Yeah. Her, Lamar, going to win his second MVP. Still has to answer. Like, every year it's like, ah, can this guy win a playoff game? Can he win two? Lamar's Jamal, been crushed. Jamal Josh, Josh Allen has not been crushed like Lamar. But, like, even this year early, it's like, what's wrong with Josh Allen? These guys are that's, – that's Shohei Otani money between the three of them. And they've all been in the league for several years. So – like, I don't think if you want to have the conversation about Lamar, Josh Allen, that's all fair. But those guys, I think, are just clearly franchise quarterbacks, but they're not immune to people questioning. And with Brock, he's not immune to it either. He won't be immune to it. You don't really get immune to it until you've won championships and you've done it for multiple years. And then nobody, you know, if you're as long as you're not 38, no one wonders if you're washed up. But, um, yeah, you just got to keep doing it like. It's, would you give him that contract if he had to be paid this offseason? Because I would not. I would play it out another year. Like, if he didn't start oh, yeah. as a fresh, as a rookie, and this last year was his second year, and this was his third year, so like Jalen Hurts, this was his third year, would you feel comfortable giving him $260 million? I would not give any quarterback that money until I have to, unless it's Patrick Mahomes and I'm getting kind of – or Josh Allen, I'm getting like a – I'm getting a deal because I'm giving you a 10-year contract, right? Yeah. Like, the Mahomes deal is pretty good for Kansas City. And it still hamstrings their team. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was just, they didn't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Now, the Niners, luckily, don't even have to talk about this for another year. But yeah. it's it's a, it, it's a conversation next year. <laughs> I mean, throughout and if he, the year. And if he runs it back again. You always want to pay a guy earlier than later. If he does it again next year, it's an easier conversation. I think part of the reason he doesn't have to make as many of those special plays is he does, like, he sees it quick and the ball comes out quick. He makes the decision earlier than other guys make it. And so he doesn't have to make a spectacular play. That's what you're hoping for, right? If he's really a franchise quarterback, then so the argument of part of the reason he doesn't look like these other guys is because he 
makes decisions and throws faster than them. If they could, would they give them five years, 150 guarantee every penny right now? So 30 a year, but every penny is guaranteed. I don't think they would. Do you? I think if they had true belief in them, again, it's not, you can't even, it's legally not even possible during the CBA to extend them right now. I do think if you have the belief, which they do, it's just such a cheap contract relative to other guys. Just do it. That you might, but like, that's not even like no one signs that contract. That contract doesn't exist. So there's like, you either sign the Derek Carr or you sign what everyone else signed, right? There, there is no middle ground. The Kaepernick? No one's ever signing that again because his agents were morons. No one would have signed it then except for his agents. Yeah, so it's like if Brock has another year like this, the rate is the rate. If you want to sign him, which you could argue, well, he has another year on his contract. You don't need to sign him. Especially if you're coming off a playoff run or a Super Bowl. What if you? What if they win back-to-back Super Bowls? Yeah, so no, you do it. <laughs> Dalvin Cook signed with the Ravens. All right. Breaking news. There you go. Dalvin Cook. I remember when he showed up at the Jets and was like dapping up. It was during camp, right? He's like dapping up Rodgers. Like, here we go. I'll tell you, one of my favorite internet memes is anytime somebody's like headed to the gym on January 1st. And it's like Rodgers running through the tunnel with the flag. <laughs> that was a good one. But it's like all those Rodgers ones are funny. Headed to the gym on January 1st. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. That's that was a good one. Good. Yeah. That one's pretty good. I do think... I wouldn't mind that. I think it'd be big. It'd feel big, even if they were kind of limping, is the Eagles in the second round. It would feel Would big. you rather have the Eagles or the Rams in the second round? Because I think the Eagles would feel bigger. Well, Eagles would feel bigger. You just play the Rams so much as a divisional opponent yeah, that it, it feels a little too familiar. I would, I'm rooting for the Lions and Cowboys simply because I think Eagles in the second round would fucking be big. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Uh. All right, this weekend, John, get ready. Here's my question. Will it be Sunday morning and Glazer or Monday morning and Schefter reports after the national championship game, Jim Harbaugh is going uh, to fly to Vegas to meet with Mark Davis to interview for the Raiders job. If they don't hire Antonio Pierce like first thing Monday morning. Well, you're not allowed. I, I was listening to something that the they changed the rules. So you have to go through a process. They pushed everything back to the your second round of the playoffs. Yeah, you're not. He, I don't think he's allowed to hire him. He has to go through a process. So I, I think what I've what I read and heard is get this is going to be the slowest process in the history of the league for these guys getting hired, and the league wants it that way. Yeah, it's good for business. That too, because of media or just because they don't want they get they're tired of getting yelled at by everybody. I think everything. I think teams are getting pissed off. You're interviewing my guys in the playoffs, right? I, I just think it's every angle is is got a hold of this. I think there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen on this one, which kind of sucks. If I have a head coaching opening, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? I don't. I just want to hire who I want to hire. Well, Mark and Davis I also, did I've that. Always, I've said trouble. it forever. Like, if you want to hire Antonio Pierce, I should just be able to hire Antonio Pierce, right? If, and I said this about Gruden. If you just want to hire John Gruden, like I'm sorry, there are certain guys. Like if I want to hire Jim Harbaugh, I don't need a process. Who was the AD when they hired Mike Leach, the former Domino's guy? Uh, no. Oh, at Michigan, uh, he wasn't the Domino's guy, but the Brent Brent the uh, Brent. The guy's last name was Brandon. Was the pizza guy? The Washington State guy was different, right? That hired. Yeah, Mike the Washington Leach. State guy went to uh, Nebraska afterwards. Um, 
and I'm suddenly I can see his face, but I'm blanking on his name right yeah, now. Yeah, when they asked him like, "Well, are you going to use the search committee?" He said, "Yeah, I am." You're looking at him like that's like we're hiring a coach here. Like, what if I want Jim Harbaugh? I don't need to interview anyone else. If I interview him and I like him, now I get like the assistants or whatever. But there is a level like if Bill Belichick's fired tomorrow and I hire Bill Belichick, well, you didn't do. He's Bill fucking Belichick. I wanted to hire him. Like it, it does kind of. We are way too obsessed with optics and stuff in this world. Like if Mike Tomlin's available, and I get some of these guys fit the Rooney Rule, some of them don't. But there are a certain level of coach. Like when Andy Reid was fired, I interviewed Andy Reid. I wanted to hire him. <laughs> I don't need to interview the other three offensive coordinators. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, what's, what are we talking about here? Bill Moose. Bill Moose, yeah. I'm, I Ran into his son Bo at a bar in Wyoming two years ago. All-time great line. And he's right. Like, I'm Washington State. Oh, he's good. Mike Leach. We want him. Why are what? you paying 200, 150, whatever the number is for a search firm? Isn't that your job? Like, hire football coaches? I just think it's so – now, I, I get it. I get the good teams – Wanting to change the way you interview my because it is remember the Niners have dealt with this with D'Amico and Sala like it is it's a lot on your plate getting ready for a playoff game yeah now you could argue like should you be able to interview a dude on the Niners or the Ravens during the bye week like that's fair they got some extra time well Odell's taking the boat out he is yeah Odell rented a big old boat all the Ravens are going on the boat uh, next week no way not going to Cabo I think it's like off the coast of, you know, it's like Annapolis or something. I don't think Are they doing it like as team a joke bonding. or like dead serious? No, I dead serious. Here's the story. Let me see if I can find the story for you. It was, I think people are reacting like it's the Tony Romo boat, you know? No, he did the boat. Remember when they went to Miami? Did the boat they went to Miami, but didn't Romo go to... Yeah, Cabo. Went to Cabo? No, but, but Odell went... Right. to Miami and then they played the Packers and lost. Uh, the Giants. Uh, okay. Do fake report. Not real, John. Okay. He he can't. No way he's renting a boat. I think from what I've heard from good. my intel That's with the Ravens, job. I think Odell is a pretty serious cat now. Odell's not whatever he was and had become like the kind of the, the brand uh, it feels you watch them against the night. Like I, that guy's pretty dialed in on football. Like, I mean, how many ACLs too? Yeah. Gotta be pretty serious to come back and still be a, like a high level, like still a high level player. That catch he had last week was pretty crazy on the sideline. How about them? They got him and Clowney to like, Odell had been a little more serious lately, but they got Clowney, which yeah. you should not be able to wear 24 when you're a pass rusher. Agreed. That's, Single digit, okay, but twenty four. What was it? Tom Brady that was mad about that when when those changes came. But I feel like he's an outlier. Some guys change their numbers to some different stuff. He's wearing twenty four. Like you wear zero, I'm used to it, right? I played in college. I'm used to a pass rusher yeah. wearing five. Like fine. Trice wears eight. Like it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Keith on the stream super chat. I think Harbaugh got too close to a Super Bowl to not give the pros another chance. If not now, when? Yeah, I think he's coaching his last game at Michigan on Monday. I do think if he were to lose Monday night, I know he resurrected the program. He beat Ohio State. He hadn't answered any of the question. Like he went there, he won. He resurrected the program. He started kicking ass. But he's in the same spot of like, is this guy ever going to win the big game? If he if he wins this game, it does take a little like this guy's a champion. Losing, I know everyone thinks he's going to leave. 
he just he's just going back to the pros kind of in the same spot as when he got to Michigan. Everyone knows he's good. He can win a lot of games. I mean, shit, he barely beat Nick Saban. His mom was stunned. <laughs> stunned. But it's only it's only going to get harder. Even did you playoff. see? I, I I saw John say, he's like, you know, my dad's been around football a long time. He's even when he's emotional, he can be buttoned up in an interview. He's like, I would have kept that microphone in front of my mother. <laughs> she is a wild card. <laughs> what are you gonna say? That are they one of the truly great football families of all time? Uh, yeah, Jack, John, and Jim. Especially if Jim were to win a championship, college championship. What if it'd be pretty historic if he wins the national championship and John were to win the Super Bowl? I know. What a moment for Jack, who it feels like likes Jim more, doesn't it? Well, they they look they. It feels like they're similar. Like Jack, look, they look exactly the same. And the older Jim gets, the the more they look alike. Yeah, especially Jim's skinnier now. Kind of looks like his older dad. They, Jack Jim seems to talk. The Niner like version him. was a little bigger. Yeah, he was a little heftier. They talk the same, you know, just like that. Just same mannerism, crazy looking eyes and and smile. Um, Can bust out of who's got it better than us at a moment's notice. The Ryan family. He got it from his dad. Who's got it better than us was like Western can, was his dad. It's, that's where he got it. He got it from his dad. I, I think Jack, Jim, and John are infinitely more impressive no, I, than the I'm Ryan right. group. I wasn't no, but I, and the Ryan group's not a bad. The Ryan group's not bad. Like Buddy. Rex won some playoff games. The Rob's McCown, a long time. The McCown brothers. There are players for sure. The Watts, the Mannings. I don't know if you're ever going to see just two brothers kick as much ass as coaches. Yeah. Like like if Kyle wins a championship, that is pretty special, right? Mike and Kyle both winning Super Bowls. Shanahan. Uh, how many fa- – have we have father-son Super Bowl champion combos before? Head coaches? Doesn't feel like it. Doesn't. Uh, yeah. So dad Belichick. No. Bill's dad was a coach, but not anything near Bill's level. Uh, I'm trying to think of like college guys, but yeah, the the Drew the Drew family. That's college basketball though. Uh, the Hurleys. Hurleys. Yep, that's a good one. See, Bobby's playing well in the Pac-12. Won some games, but. Yeah, a lot of people don't want the hardballs to win championships. Me either. I don't. I'm, uh, I'm go, go Huskies. I ordered a shirt on Amazon with a black shirt with a purple W. I'm going to wear it on Monday. I like that. It's a good logo. I'm honestly tempted to drive to the sports book and even put more on four and a half because that feels like they they just can score, you know. But I'm not as confident. Like I, I the difference is people DM me like, how are you not quadrupling down? It's like, well. I was very confident on the matchup against Sark. Like this is a different animal. I'm not. I'm not just emotional riding it. Like I, I'm not. I. I can see them lose by ten. Like this is. This is tough. I mean, this. This is a different. This is a different coach. We can nitpick Harbaugh. We all we want. Like Jim Harbaugh and Steve Sarkeesian. I'm sorry, don't have that much in common, right? In terms of their resume. I think you like, lose a little of the advantage. I think Washington. I think Kalen and Ryan Grubb. Like those guys with time to plan. It's just. Going to be really hard yeah. to beat. I, think I loved like, everything about that. This yeah. one, I I wouldn't feel good about Like Alabama-Michigan, I was like, I wouldn't put a penny on this game. Wouldn't shock me if Michigan ones, but like you're going to bet against Saban, against Jim, and then 90% through that game, you're like, of course Nick's going to beat Jim. Of course. 
I know. Honestly, it was like 90, it was under four minutes left. And there wasn't a soul alive, not even Jackie Harbaugh, because she was nervous. They were switching seats. Wait, her name's not Jackie. Her name's Jackie. <laughs> Jack and Jackie. Amazing. They thought they were, they were going to score. Honestly, I thought they were going to get stuffed on that fourth and two. Yeah. It's, honestly, that feels like one of the great plays in Harbaugh. They scored fast. When they scored open. that fast, I thought it was going to be dicier. I know. It was one of the And good. then even the that, throw to the dude that had the block in the back, it got tipped and was kind of floating. It was going to like float to Kool-Aid or one of those guys. You know, you he made a great play. Yeah, you just made another good point. That the call on that play, if you're Michigan and you're about to lose Sharon Moore, who's your O-line coach, you, your offensive line is one of the best in the country every year, and he's your offensive coordinator, if he's about to leave, would you go, go where? I, I don't know. Take some, I, I don't know, but – at some point, he's going to become a head coach, and oh, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. probably rather, you know, like if Jim loses the game and Jim goes and flirts with college, doesn't sign your contract right away, it, like you said, it's going to be slow for the NFL, so he drags it out for another two weeks. you probably just like, should we just please take the job so we can give it to this other guy? As crazy as it sounds. But if they get beat by DeBoer and that guy's coming to their conference in just hire Michigan, DeBoer. Yeah. There's that too. Like that's the irony I think of an NFL Harbaugh rumor this weekend, which is coming, is that then it's already when it, here. Huh? Well, it's, it's already here. But I'm saying like I think there's a Glazer Schefter report this weekend of a team. Just like Jim will interview, like one of those types of reports. Yeah. Then Kalen becomes probably candidate 1A if it's not higher from within. And so you've got a championship game with these two guys and there's going to be coaching rumors around both of them. Hell, maybe there's a Kalen NFL. Wouldn't shock me like Tuesday morning, Washington wins. There's a Kalen NFL rumor. So I think there's just a lot going on with those two. I think there's a lot going on with those two. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, Washington is 10th in Big Ten recruiting rankings. Like, does he want to do that stuff? I don't know. That's one of the big questions with DeBoer. Are they going to Well, it's not really his deal, right? Well, then that's an NFL coach. Yeah. It's, I don't want to say they got lightning in a bottle, but he inherited these receivers, correct? They were on the roster. Yeah. They're, none none of, of these is, guys are transferred. Like they, they didn't transfer these in. Are like recru- these tools. are Jimmy Lake, Chris Peterson, recruited players. Yeah. Yeah. So like Jimmy Lake, who shitty coach, was a, a sweet recruiter, right, for Chris? Wasn't yeah. he like Hell of a defensive right coordinator, too. Yeah. So he's recruiting. Roster's pretty awesome. He inherits. No, a lot like Chris. When Chris got there with Washington, they were not winning, but Sark had the fucking cupboard full. Yeah. It's, you know, and then Dubor just knows this guy who happens to be, I don't know, like a taller Tua. <laughs> it, it was kind of a perfect storm because I've seen a lot of people like, is this as good as it's going to get? Not that they're not going to be good because he's proven, but are they more likely to be like eight, nine wins? Or are they just going to be some powerhouse like Michigan, Ohio State? Oregon's more likely to maintain it, right? Because they're used to recruiting at that level. Like, where's Oregon in the Big Ten recruiting? Probably pretty high. Third. Yeah, so like, who's one and two? Uh, I think they might be ahead of Michigan. Let me look. Ohio State's one. Nebraska, two, because they got the quarterback? Maybe. Uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. 2024. So you, you think that there's a story coming out Sunday or Monday of like, the Chargers and Raiders will meet with Harbaugh at the end of the week type deal? Yeah, I, yes. I think there's a Glazer Schefter it always happens like Sunday morning. ESPN would not be mad about a Harbaugh NFL rumor help prop up the game ratings on Monday. Ohio State is one. Oregon's actually two. Penn State three. Michigan four. 
SC5. Those are your Big Ten recruiting rankings right now. It's weird to say. <laughs> Penn State recruits, say that for them. Yeah, that, that's not their problem. You know, you know, <laughs> do you know that Michigan ran the ball twice to end the first half against Penn State this year and then did not throw the ball the rest of the game? 32 straight running plays to end the game. Did you say that already? Well, I watched it on my couch. I didn't know the stat, but I just remember they just refused. I knew they. I thought when I saw the stat, that was Sharon's. uh, I think first game. Jim missed six games. John, he's fresh. (laughs) So he's coached eight out of their fourteen games. He's been there now. I say that loud. Six. Six feels like a lot. Doesn't six feel like too many? Somebody said six to me today, but now that I repeat it out loud, it sounds like I'm. That's incorrect. I, I do think. It should count if he does choose to stay. Cause I, I do think that's not, not possible that it's just like, you know, Jim's heart's in it. His dad wants him to stay. He chose to stay at Michigan, but if he's going to get, still get popped, like he did serve six game suspension, multiple three gamers. Like that's this is football. This isn't baseball. That's a long fucking time. So if you're going to give him 10 games, like I'm sorry, he should only have to serve the four. Six is a ton. Now you could, did you see Chase Winovich? You know, the long haired pass rusher. The was at the Rose Bowl. Do you know who he's sitting with? The the Spire, St- St- Stallions. Yeah, Connor Stallions was at the game. Now he's a Marine, so it's respect our. And then you see JJ McCarthy claim that everyone's stealing signs, and then like didn't mean like didn't mean it the way he didn't mean it. I, he then he had to come back. It's like I didn't mean it like, you know. But he claimed Ohio State had their signs three years ago, so they had to change them on the fly. I I I, I noticed. Did you notice Washington <laughs> make all plays? They have like enormous. They had these three like cardboard cutouts that were gray. It's like canvas. Up. Yeah. Like he's been- have they been doing that all season long or are they just <laughs> I, do that I only now? noticed it because Alyssa, this goes back to like the question Maria asked you. Alyssa goes, sucks to be those three guys. And I was like, what? She's like, they don't get to watch the game. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, the three guys holding those big banners up. They don't get to see any of the game. They're standing on the sideline, but they don't see anything. That's a great point. Those poor guys stand there like this, don't get to see a single play holding up these big banners. I don't remember seeing amount of Washington games. Yeah. They they did this. Because these things were so tall. Like, you can't even see over them. It's the biggest banners anyone's ever had. They had three of them. I would imagine, obviously, going into the game, they don't know who they're playing. But 100% once Michigan wins that game... Billy, Willie, and James, hey, fucking erect those high. <laughs> you know? Well, they, well, I guess they're the home team. They, so they got, got a guy to... there. Right? You'd have to assume Michigan has someone at the game. Well, that's what I saw somebody say. Like, why is Connor Stallions at the Rose Bowl? Shouldn't he be at the Sugar Bowl? Well, no, you send someone else. In fairness, like, do you think Nick Saban had someone at the game? Yeah. Do you think Washington had somebody at the Rose Bowl? You'd be now. The problem is, how do you do it? Now everyone's on the lookout for some guy with like a cell phone and like a notepad. But can you do it by hand? Is that allowed? Can you be logging by hand? I don't think you're allowed to have a guy. Now that's that's conference rules. What does it work for the BCS bowls? I don't know. Good question. Or whatever they're considered now. What happens if you're the road team and you just are on the far sideline? You can't hide them. The things Washington brought were the biggest ones I've ever seen. Because now, because you can scout the road team. On tele on from the TV copy, right? Because they're on the far sideline. But depending on the camera angle, you don't always see the guy. That's true. You, you know? don't see the sign like the they, they had the the tech the Longhorns had like a Pacers logo was one of their signs. I, I didn't see a great view. Is the guy calling the signs ahead of those guys or behind them? Like 
What's the logic there? The guy hand signaling for Washington is standing facing the field and then behind him are the guys with these big banners that block him off so you can't see from the television copy what the hand signals to the field are. Okay, the television copy, but T- if a TV guy copy you can see them. Yeah, if somebody's sitting on the other side of the field then they can see you. But I think with binoculars. It's just they're they're protecting against legitimate sign oh. quote unquote stealing like just I can watch I'm allowed to watch the TV copy and steal your signs. And yeah, so when you're on sense. that home sideline which is the near sideline, your guy is going to be in the shot cuz the camera's usually not so tight that you don't see yeah. that person. Jim, they they throw go routes. <laughs> they throw go routes and quick screens that go for 25. So cover against those. 50-50 balls they hit nonstop. Yeah, and crazy post whatever throughout the middle of the field. They just throw bombs. So just cover against the bombs. Hit the quarterback, Jim. <laughs> yeah, just hit that guy. Hopefully not. And hopefully, hopefully not. Was, hopefully but, not. Hopefully not. Big one like, of I, I I do think as just a, a lover of historic moments, it, it would be a historic football moment for Jim Harbaugh and Michigan to win a national championship. It would be more historic. It's obviously a really big deal for Washington. But like I and I love Kalen Dubor. Like I just think Jim Harbaugh is one of the biggest names like of my lifetime when it comes to football. Does it feel that way? One of the biggest football stars that we have today. Yeah. And has been any, now for what, any 15 years? Like if you just said NFL top like the football top fifty right now, biggest stars in football, right? it'd be Belichick. I guess maybe you could be retired, so you'd have to take Andy. I mean uh, Brady off the list. But, but Saban, I feel like Jim Harbaugh is more famous than Andy Reid. Yeah, Jim would be top ten most famous football people, active football people right now. Saban be high. Joe. Like, Buck. Think about this. Joe Buck would be John. One. John Harbaugh is a is a Super Bowl champion. His team has been always good, basically, especially now since he got Lamar. He's the number one seed. And I feel like if you were ranking him, Jim's ahead of John. Mm-hmm. Without just hesitation. Straight up, just straight up Jim. fame. Yeah, just yeah. whatever. John might know, not the, be on the list. Top, 50, yeah, top 25. 1,000%. Abo might be on the list. Would be ahead of John. I feel like John's closer to like just solid, like the Vrabels and the LaFleur, just like NFL coaches, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Crazy. So, big one. I mean, I, I, I Jim's got to be tight this week. That's all I know. Dubois feels. I don't know if he is loose, but he fe- ever. I guess this is, might be his personality. Very Chris Peterson. Like, yeah, I thought he was so unflat. Like it was very much like, um, like the Texas sideline was pretty frantic. And Dubois, every time they cut, the, I watched. I didn't tell you this. I watched the ESPN two broadcast for the last five minutes of the game. So that was like the, it was like for the early game, it was like the McAfee crew, but in the later game, it was like Colt McCoy and a few other ESPN yeah, yeah. people. And and what they have, they have a screen of the game and then they've got like two boxes down the stretch. It was just DeBoer and Sark in one. And then as it, as it got late, it was the game box and then three boxes down the side. It was Sark, DeBoer and McConaughey. <laughs> they had a dedicated McConaughey camera. <laughs> it was really good. I, I watched the end of the game on that camera. Who was did Washington have a representative with a mic? I don't think so. I guess they don't really have a Colt McCoy, huh? Uh, uh, you, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy, uh, but Isaiah I just mean like, back. 
Like it, uh, so would Colt on the mic like he had to be rooting for Texas to score a touchdown? Yeah, right he's there, like, right? we got we got to go, boys, we got to go. <laughs> but he was good. Like he was just he was like talking through the game situation. It was um, uh, it was Ach- uh, Acho and uh, Cole. Um, what's his name? Always like the third guy in the ESPN crew, bald guy, big dude, Auburn. I, I, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, SEC Network guy. Yeah, I think center like 20 years ago or something. Probably like our age, a little older. Cuba. And yeah. then a third guy I didn't recognize, but our fourth guy I didn't recognize, but um, it was good. It was solid. I don't know what I assume they'll do like a. I like when they used to do like the coach's room. You know, it'd be like Gus Malzahn, yeah, <laughs> McElwain. <laughs> Yeah, rule. You know, there's yeah, like yeah. a couple two spitters, like Gatorade, pizza hanging around, just talking ball. Oh, yeah. I guess one, Brock- there, there's always like an alpha in the room that never shuts up. And one guy is like, a, uh, remember the Halfley they put in yeah, there Halfley. one time? Yeah. Little, little less likely to like not make it as much as everybody, a little less likely to give his opinions, chimes in when he can. Brock Heward, Antonio says, would be your guy, but he works for Fox. Yeah, he would have been, he would have been there. Used to be ESPN. Shanahan yeah. Cam would be really good during a broadcast. I don't think the NFL coaches would want that. Not a chance. <laughs> but I think I, I'd get for the Super Bowl. Game, they might I'll watch that. Yeah. Jim. Yeah. They'll I watch that broadcast. I don't know. I, I assume it's Mac. It'll probably be McAfee's guys early in that game. Jim had so much chew in his mouth. Jim's always been. It felt like his half his mouth was just, I can't even imagine on game day how much like red man Jim goes through. Like if you told me three bags, <laughs> if you told me three bags of red man throughout the day, like there's no way that one chew stays in his mouth. Like if you told me he goes through two in a game, you ever see him spit? D- no, I think he's it. taking it all down. I think it's all going down the tank. Were you there the one day Bochi when they banned chew in San Francisco? Bochy's like, yeah, with all the rules, do whatever. As he's got a huge chew in his mouth, swallowing. Bochy it. did switch to the uh, the coffee grinds, I think. Yeah. Oh, and he got and he got um. Uh, he got hypnotized. Remember, he got healed oh, for yeah, a hypnotist. He needs to stop. He got a hypnot. He got a hypnotist. Uh, John, big, big. Last last thing I'll tell you, big curveball this week. Washington football had to go back to class this week. School started for the Huskies. Do you think uh, Panix Odunze and all those guys attended a class? Probably this week? getting an NA and then uh, starting next week, yeah, you will not see them. Trice, I mean, some of those guys probably are like legitimately graduated. I mean, Panix has been there 17 years. Yeah, well, it's his sixth year of college, so. I, I didn't realize that. I kind of like that that white tight end for the Huskies, the walk on uh, 37. Yeah. Westover. <laughs> He kind of ra- he Jack rounds Westover. out the rounds out the group. You yeah, know? you think you think he's a uh, he's either a Seahawk or a or a Forty Nine er. Seahawk, they they love you know. Penix might be a Seahawk. The, I think Penix ends up going number two. Overall, I, I just I mean, what if he throws four or five touchdowns? You've just what thrown. If, do you know what Indiana? He the doctor who. The doctor, his second ACL, the doctor would not officially medically clear him. He p- technically played against the doctors. The doctor's like, you'll probably be fine. I just can't. I cannot clear you to play until you I guess the, the the one curveball, to me, the only curveball on him is like, what if he goes to the combine? People say he has a degenerate knee. Yeah. Right. Like, remember, uh, I forget the running back's name for the Boise State. Avery. Jeremy Avery, I think. Was that it? No, he was better than that. 
Mc, drafted by drafted Doug Martin. By the Dolphins. Close, not Doug Martin. Uh, I might be out. The of Eagles had him for a minute. They traded for him. He had a degenerate knee. And you'd go, well, everything's fine now. It's just like, could you draft a guy really uh, high? They said, what's his name? Jay Ajay. Yeah. To me, if it's like his knee is not a second contract guy, that's where it could get weird. Uh, Brian says you guys should do a broadcast during the game like Joe Rogan doing the UFC pay-per-view. Not like the Manning bros. Avoid licensing. Just sit here, react to games, take uh, take Venmo. Um, it's, it's delayed. I know that's the that that is the challenge. Uh, how do you handle the delay? Back when it was on broadcast TV, everybody saw it at the same time. But now, well, everyone's on different times. Everyone's on different times. Even your YouTube TV, my YouTube TV, don't even necessarily. My two YouTVs next to each other. I have to like <laughs> constantly fast forward one so it catches yeah. up with the other one. Do you have that problem? Mine, they're not always exactly the same. If I had this Niner game side by side. I don't know. You end up spending, you know, the crazy part I'll end on this, the different streaming channels. Yeah. You end up spending more than Comcast. John, it's what I said from the beginning that, that the buffet ends up costing you more than just the order off the menu, which is what the one was before. And now you're like, Oh, buffet and get whatever I want. It's like, yeah, but it, you have to order 17 different things. And then they just casually bump up the price. All of a sudden it's 17 bucks for Hulu or whatever. Wow. All right. That's we said we did on that, so we'll end on that. <laughs> Somebody said use the radio, LOL, not YouTube TV. And then you won't be behind. Yeah, there you go. Use the radio. Beyond I mean, how many people honestly our age and younger have a radio in their house? I think I've got one from like an emergency kit that I'd have to wind up if like all the power went out. Because even the radio, if you were streaming the radio, they'd be at different times, depending on the app you used. That's right. And depending on the licensing, you might not even be able to to do it, yeah, right? That's right. Just get some rabbit ears. All right. Some people know what that means. Some people are under the age of 30. Yeah. All right. On that note, later, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Later. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Bye. I got to take a leak. Bad. See you, people. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.